Sneaky. No, so, so sneaky little snake. What I was going to say as follow-up is last week, and I still got to go back and fix it, and I'll do an up, re-upload. I'm just, I don't want to re-listen to the episode again, but I heard you were cut in and out a little bit, mm-hmm. and it's because I rushed the editing a little bit and probably didn't double-check the like auto gate I put in, and I rushed it because what happened last week when we talked about maybe going to Waffle House, Will? Well, we went to Waffle House, and... It was one of those misses. It was. You a, know, sometimes did we tell you the story. Hit. No, you haven't even heard the story. No. What? A, what time? We got to the Waffle House at like nine thirty. Yeah, something like that. We left the Waffle House at like eleven, maybe eleven thirty. Eleven thirty. We got our food at like eleven. Oh yeah, yeah. We got our food like right around eleven, and we were out of there by like eleven thirty ish. At a certain point. Um, we should have just bailed out, but then I just felt bad, and we were just like yeah. up in the midst of it. And you're like, you can't just bail out on all this drama. <laughs> the the chef was having a a uh, good a good handful of mental breakdowns, crying behind watched, the counter. I watched two. It was it was intense. Wow. Like, yeah, like crying and everything. And I was like, I'm gonna put some heart and soul into this cooking. I hope. <laughs> there was like <laughs> probably not what was going on. <laughs> there were like. Three tables with people in there. Yeah, she go like, not is she a normal cooker now? But could only handle one order at a time. Yeah. So yeah. it was like we're not doing anything else until that one table's order is handled, start to finish, mm-hmm. and then the next table's order would get handled. And she, our, our sweet old service, she, yours is coming right up. Yours is coming right up. And you're just like, you can see her two feet away from you, not call it in yet. <laughs> yeah. Just because she's freaking out, like it's, it's coming right up. She's mm-hmm. up and she's coming right up. You're like. No, it's not. <laughs> but they were also the chef from the previous uh, shift had not taken any of the hash browns out of the freezer, and what was the other thing they didn't? They I were mean, out of hash browns basically. Three hours to thaw. You need. We were out of hash browns. And they were screwed. <laughs> they were stressing. Oh yeah. I mean, it's three hours to thaw the hashies. Put it on there, frozen. It'll cook. <laughs> takes a little longer yeah it would just be a we, little extra seared we did get a slight discount and free waffles which the waffles was nice because it ended up at that point be like an appetizer dude stuff. i should have gotten the free waffle you pass it up me and max because I, I was like a food will be right out <laughs> oh. and then it was like another hour yeah it was a nice little appetizer but uh not the good call we should have not done that yeah so the food was so good the food was good Food was good. I enjoyed mine greatly, but it was eleven fifteen at that point. <laughs> <laughs> so you were probably so I rushed it a little bit. Yeah, I, I yeah. apologize. So it's all right. I'll fix it eventually for the long term. <laughs> yeah. So that was uh, our last Wednesday, and yeah. I, I understandably the uh, the editing may have been a little rushed on that. Yeah, it was. Yeah, Igor told me he's a committed fan. Yeah, yeah. he's an early morning. Uh, on the way to work on the way to work type of listener like we do have a guest we're gonna hit in later we got a few things we're gonna not go through first but like chris chris is not our normal like first thing in the morning listener i know that he always tells me and a and a ex-co-worker yes <laughs> yes that's, that's true chris was out here with us in the good old days chris delay if you don't know him you what are you doing he's our our resident bean advisor and delivery, he always brings us fresh And beans. delivery, yeah. We got some some really fire pinto beans tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Freshly roasted pinto beans out of Ethiopia. Ethiopia. That's yeah. what you want. But um, what do you want to start with? Race results? Well, there's one other um, loyal 
listener shout out is Jeremy Schmidt riding on the shuttle this weekend. And he said, I want you to roast me on the, on the podcast. <laughs> He's such a nice guy. How are you going to roast Jeremy? He's such Jeremy? a nice guy. I, my one roast is his welding sucks. He tried to weld his YT back together three times and it just kept breaking. <laughs> there you go. Boom, roasted. <laughs> he was uh, having some issues with his pole. He's like, I don't know. Might have like, feels a little wobbly. He's like, takes it down air supply. <laughs> it, it was snapped. Did you hear the story? Yeah, I just kind of was like grazing over he, it a no, little no, bit. No, no, he knew it was cracked. I just grazing over that a little bit because he didn't post anything about it on Instagram or anything purposely. Well, I mean, <laughs> got it fixed and got less it than fixed in a days. week. Like, I mean, shipped to him and fix, like replaced, basically. like a, a business week. Yeah, basically. for the next week and yeah. ready to go, which was which impressive. is like really impressive. That I was but impressed by. He saw the crack and made the. I told him just take the slam him out, and he was like, "Nah." I told him he could ride it too. He's like, "Will said I could ride the slam him." I'm like, "Yeah, definitely." So apparently, he he like heard it crack a couple laps later on air supply on the fifty footer. He was like, if it made it on that, it'll make the trick jump. It made the trick jump. He's like, if it made it on that, it'll make the uh, the gap, the maxis gap at the end. And it uh, it just, you know, snapped off on the landing when he landed. I so. saw it. At the, Luckily, he was okay. I know. I saw him walking down there. I was like, damn. <laughs> it was impressive. Spicy. It was impressive. Still like the bike. That thing is sick. Mm-hmm. And that, that warranty is impressive. That is like... Really good. Yeah. They get it done. Yeah. Jeremy's out there casing some big jumps, though, so that's hard That's hard on a bike. <laughs> I know that from personal experience. I've been through a couple bikes. Well, him and Josh did tie for first in the e-bike category. Him and Josh tied? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What was the course again? We did back upper back, well, backwoods from the climbing trail entrance, yeah. basically. Down to middle double wide, lower double wide. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who was second in the e-bike? That was John Mike. <coughs> he was a good bit behind this time. <coughs> didn't he have a mechanical? <coughs> he had a pivot bolt that was coming out this time, didn't he? <laughs> he did. He did. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he noticed that later <laughs> on. Yeah. But um, <laughs> then Kyle, who apparently it wasn't that bad, but he had his video on Instagram. He wrecked into the tree right at the beginning. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I saw that from Berto's point of view. Yeah, this is a video I think that got reposted. It was just out of our sight. We just said, oh. And Jared's like, You could hear it, though. Oh, yeah, you could hear it. He's like, Jared's like, he went down. He's going. (laughs) Kyle just got right back. No, that was Bert. Bert was down there. Oh, that was Bert down there yelling? No. Jared was down there somewhere, too, I think. Yeah, he was down there. I think on the the roller triple. Um, Open men, uh, Charlie, first place again. Bert and Dylan tied for second. Squilliam got third. Man, I was upset about that. Just didn't push it very hard, did you? I had a scary moment in my second pre-run and then got, you know, a little pussyfoot and didn't go very fast. What was your scary moment? After the, like, five-pack of berms at the bottom of double wide, there's a, like, there's five-pack, there's, like, a little jump on the left and then a table, and I guess i didn't squash the table enough and i got bucked and landed basically almost going over the bars at the bottom of the tabletop and i was like oh nice yeah yeah that's a um boys of jared's place listener podium right there 
Mm-hmm. So shout out to all those guys. I know Dylan listens to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So not bad. I know. Yeah, Squilliam listens. Uh, uh, no, he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, he listens he to doesn't. the ones where it's he's un- not here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, women's Aaron first place. Manny second place. Aaron Crocker third place. Um, what other classes do we have? Amateur. We had Preston Marsh in first. Matthew Dickens in second. Vincent DeCastro in third. And then 18 and under, Carter McInerys in first again. Thomas Van Woonberg in second. And Dawson Elliott in third. There's another good turnout. We had almost the same number as like the previous week. Yeah. It was, we were way more packed. It was a that busy, morning. yeah. It was busy. I I thought we would have a ton of racers, but we had a same amount, and then more. But people, way more people still riding. Yeah, like the shuttle stayed busy. Yeah, like almost needed three trucks before the race started. Then the race numbers kind of pulled it to two again. And then it was three trucks right, right after. after the race. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm slacking. I can't lie. Now that we pulled up the race results, I haven't put together the uh, totals for the points yet. I need to put that yeah. together so Josh can post that. Yeah, but um. I to see where the points stand since we have a lot of repeat riders, which is cool to see. It was good. Yeah. Then we got another one this week. You said we did. You we asked can, Josh. We can do it. Yeah, we talked about it last week, and we're we're doing it. We're announcing it. If you're listening to this, you got the you got the DL scoop. You get to hear this on Thursday instead of Friday, one whole day earlier. One whole day. <laughs> it's not going to change it for you, but you can think about it more. It's going to be simple green all the way this week. And we're taping off all the fast lines. All the inside cuts. And <laughs> all everything. the inside cuts not happening. You're going to have to go through the there's, – there's only two, really. But the berm chicanes, you're going to have to go through them. There's one on the upper section where we cleared off where Bert crashed on that berm-to-berm gap. Yeah. Taped that off. And then the bottom where everyone goes over the roller, you're going around it. You're talking about to, like, the very end, last little bit bit. Yeah, yeah, that that last little like three pack of berms where the first berm is like a roller and everyone goes over that. Yeah, into the last berm. Yeah, I have never gone around that roller. Yeah, I've never hit that right hand turn. I have <laughs> <laughs> got the advantage already. <laughs> yeah, so it'll be simple green. Keep it easy this week. We'll have we're working on a little bit of some tune up today. We'll continue that tomorrow, but. I mean, a lot of us, uh, a lot of water, so nice soft dirt to tune up. Mm. Soggy mm. dirt right now. <laughs> so, yeah. mud. Depending some on mud. how much it rains tomorrow, it might be some some rutted out sections for the weekend, which could be fun. But I heard could the be. but the weekend's looking nice. Friday's, the weekend is looking nice. Friday's looking yeah. okay, and Saturday's looking nice. So if it has a day to dry out on Friday, could yeah. be really good for Saturday. I don't know what our total is for the week, but it's probably around an inch and a half. For the entire week, let uh, Blair can get it to weekly real quick. Two point oh eight this week. It has rained. It rained all day today. It Mostly rained yesterday. Sunday night. Did it rain Monday? Um. Yeah, I'm pretty bit. sure it rained. A little Monday. bit Monday, and then yesterday it rained most of the day as well. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been a, a rainy week for us. We haven't had that in a while. It'll be dusty again by Saturday, but I mean, it is look. But it looked like it's supposed to. It was supposed to be like ten days. Now it's looking like it might be like a pretty nice weekend again. Yeah, like sunny and everything, which yeah. is good. Mm-hmm. Still can't trust the forecast. Yeah, weather changes. Weather yeah. changes. But maybe if we're lucky, soft dirt, turn it all up, 
get it in place and then let it dry out nice. Yep. And then y'all can pack it. Yeah. We got the plate compactor up there. Yeah. Yep. We also fixed the per- first punch today. Yeah. Kind of fix it. Cold patch. We said more cold patch. More cold patch. Nice. Yeah. yeah. It's been a, a slower week. We've got senior discount will be closed for sure this weekend. Started on the resurface for that this week. Um, but we've gotten rained out of that the last two days. So that won't be open this weekend. But that means Kids Eat Free will be open still. We need to get that blue grooved. We're going to give it this weekend and see how it is next week and then make the changes that we we think we need to make, but also it being like blue grooved changes things speed-wise. So we'll see after this weekend. There's definitely some some jumps I think will definitely need to be made smaller. But we'll see. Keep it was, riding it. It was fun. I got a couple of the jumps. I mean, even... <laughs> I was just trying to just roll through it. At one point, I, I rolled through it just to check it out when I was out checking just my hand out. And then later the, that day, Josh was like, I'm going over there to ride it a bunch. You, just come on. I was like, ah, like I'm just going to be rolling. He goes, yeah, that's better than no tires on it. Just come on over and just roll it. And I was like, all right. And that turned in quickly, like just trying to jump it. Yeah. Um, and some of them went pretty well for me, even doing like minimum effort. Um, then I just couldn't keep the flow. Um, yeah, but that was more of a me issue. But uh, like they're fun, they felt good. Um, pretty easy cases into Dean's gotten the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I know it's a it's an effort to get the whole thing with yeah. it. It's still pretty soft. Yeah, but. and the the upper stuff had longer to kind of like dry out before I actually even started to get tires on it and everything too. Yeah. So, um, but it was fun. Did you get to ride it, Chris? I rode it a bunch. Yeah. Um, what do you think? I did not go to senior discount at all. I just hit kids eat free all day. Um, I had a great time with it. Did not hit the last three. Uh, that's a me. That's uh, above my pay grade. But the rest of them are very fun. So I had fun with it. Yeah, I skipped the last three. Tried efforts on most of the other ones. Got pretty close on most of them. It was fun. I, was, I mean, I ran a bunch of laps because on the e-bike, I was just I took the e-bike over there. I just go right back up to service road on the e-bike and go hit it again. Josh yeah. like told me he's gonna meet me over there to ride laps on and get a bunch of tires on, and he just kept jumping on the shuttle every lap. Oh. And I was like, I got three laps in while I was waiting. <laughs> yeah. It is on an e-bike a very shuttable. Now that the service roads cleaned and everything too, like you just get mm-hmm. right back up there and just yep. hit pretty fast. It was fun. Probably just gonna tread it once my hand gets a little bit better. But I was like, I don't know, half sending it and half landing on a bunch of cases isn't like the best way to. Yeah come Wake back from back a hand up. injury yeah so it's like oh i'm gonna do so much of this mm-hmm. yeah i did feel like the cases on those jumps were mild though just like the way that they they're built like a lot of like stepped up a little bit like um and the way the lips are like i feel like i feel a lot better casing those than i do uh if i case something on on senior at higher speeds well, I think it is the speed thing, too. Mm-hmm. They're a little bit more mellow case, and the speed's still lower. It is, it is. for sure, while you're coming through there. Yep, much lower speed. When well, one that messes with me, and I think this is a technique thing, and it's something I'm, like, paying attention to and trying to work on, is, like, the little mini table through the middle of that one the straight. The second table on the whole line? I guess so, yeah. But it's, like, short? Yeah. And, like, I'd say come out of the turn, it's, like, the little small one, and then and goes... And then there's in. a step up. Yeah. yeah. Like... 
I can hit the table and then fuck up the step up or I can skip the table and hit the step up. But like the process for me of like hitting the table, managing the compression, then resetting to get the step up. Like not that it's right afterwards, but just going through that motion smoothly. I can like never, I haven't been able to connect it. I mean, that's like eight passes total at it maybe, but like I could clear it. You also haven't ridden in. Yeah. But that was just like, like a month, month and a half. It was like three, three weeks and a little bit of change. Yeah. Just, just at three weeks, basically, which isn't bad, I guess. But I mean, now that like I could get over it and clear it, but like every, like, I think the process of trying to do both, I was like nose heavy just cause I was trying to like time it better, I guess, or couldn't yeah. time it better. Yeah. Which is good. Just practicing it. I yeah. could do each one of them individually, but trying to connect the dots was harder. Yeah. That one seems fun. It's just a long and low. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the long and low and then trick jump on mm-hmm. air supply. Yep. Long and low, but tabled. Mm-hmm. And the step up. Yeah. So we'll see after this weekend. There will be some changes on that for sure. We don't know what they are quite yet, but some small adjustments, tweaking. Yeah. And I guess we'll just see how it dries out and open it up for the weekend. Yep. Sure, sometime at the latest, like midday Saturday, it'd be open and good to ride. If it's, it's no more rain comes in, like Friday or Saturday. But that's a If big... it doesn't rain tomorrow, it should be open Friday. Is it even clear tomorrow now? I have no clue. I've, uh, that's what I'm praying for. <laughs> <laughs> that only gets you so far, man. <laughs> see what the uh, the forecast is saying. So who's been pitching in and chatting Chris Delay? As we mentioned, is what I wish me, you, and Drew all started at about the same time, like basically within the same week. Yeah, yeah, I started the same week as Drew. Mm-hmm. Was yeah. you October. and you and Dusty Blair and Dusty started on the same day? It was like two days earlier, though. It was like yeah, it was like then, a Thursday, Friday, or something like that. Yeah. Did you and Chris start on the same day? No, he was uh, a day after for college. Yeah, I was in school. Yeah. Yep. So but yeah, we started on pre-roll. Yes, mm-hmm. I think I think it was my first day that we. It was either my first or second day we finished pre-roll. So we did that, like cleared out that straight, that last straight, the loose rock garden, and then Will scratched in the berms uh, with the machine yep. at the end, and then we finished those, and like that was it. And then we got to go rip like full top to bottom pre-rolled a double wide that was crazy yeah yeah that was so nice but walking up pre-roll though was awful uh that was before the climb trail existed yeah so that was we talked about that that last week it was pre-roll but yeah when we were and then the next trail like your your first full week was (laughs) climb trail (laughs) yeah breaking bench yeah all benching yeah yeah but that was good, though. I mean, that taught me that very quickly. Um, and like you guys even talked about last week, that was good team building. Like, we were all together all day yeah, working Will on the same stuff. Yeah, Will wasn't all messing around in the machine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. That is probably the only time that that's been like that. Yeah. All, Since no, before y'all been here. Yeah, we've talked about that a couple but it's like all upper mountain stuff. That was a whole kick where we did upper mountain stuff. Yeah. So it was pre-roll, climbing trail, uh, ladybug. ladybug. 
uh, Dong Fang, and then Local Pro, and then at, like the end of Local Pro, we started bringing the machine back in. Yeah, yep. um, it was yeah, it was a good stint. I mean, Dong Fang had some machine on it. The road crossing, and then the big turn, and everything yeah. too, where it was like close to the access road. Yeah, that's like Dong Fang, and then Local Pro is where the machine work started coming back in. Yeah, that was, but it was. I mean, it was probably two or three months where you weren't in the machine for a while it was yeah if you actually look at all that stuff that we did yeah. and that was before i had like a ton of time on the machine and it was like a couple months off and it was like what am i doing <laughs> back in the machine not quite not quite sure yeah it was um well i guess just one more distraction last week because this was after the podcast and we did opened up uh kids eat free and it was ready but thursday this guy have a comment i mean drew's newer to being in the machine a lot and that thursday yeah at the end of the day drew's like gets out of the machine 12 hours straight basically with like a short lunch in there he's like dude i'm fried like <laughs> i don't i'm done i'm so, I'm so over this right now because yeah. that was like his first like probably first long got long that, day got that mental fog that machine brain yeah like nothing just I just didn't want to do anything. <laughs> I just wanted to be nothing. Because I was just like, nothing. at the very end, we were digging, or I was digging that drain right next to Kids Eat Free, and uh, it was like perfect clay, and then all of a sudden, it's just rocks everywhere. So I'm like, I'm, every scoop was like a tiny bit of dust in the bucket. So I was just doing that over and over and over and over, <laughs> and I was just like, uh, uh, uh. That's where podcasts come in handy because you don't, you just, you're running the machine in the background, but you're really, yes, your brain is in podcast landia. My speaker has crapped the bed, so I no longer have that. Um, the so I was one? The magnetic one? Yep. I've, what happened? It got wet too many times. That's all trusty. Oh. It's been around I know, since it's, then. It's been dang. around since me and Chris have been here. It, it survived actually being rained on, being snowed on and frozen, and then I guess just one too many times. Jeez. Man. Gotta have the headphones. I know. I was just in my own head all day and then just like pounding rocks. Not fun. Yeah, that's where it gets bad. You gotta have the right things in your ears mm -hmm. for it to go by properly. Yeah. So Chris was, I mean, when we all started, and then you were all the way through once we opened and everything. How long after, a couple months after we were open? Like, probably? Um, at least six. Yeah. Uh, I stopped in December of last year. So yeah. that's why we opened in May. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, so, like, yeah, six months of, like, operation, that. too. So, like, the, yeah. the full time before, and then, like, six months of operations also. Yeah. So some of our guests do actually know who Chris is. Some of our guests That's true. only know of the stories of Chris and sometimes see him the out lore. here yeah. with his Matt's Off-Road Recovery has. Like, is that him? <laughs> <laughs> is that that guy? <laughs> yeah. But uh, you left to go to play with some beans, some brown beans. I did. At Noble Main, which is pretty exciting. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you got to come by the other I day, did. which was cool. I think it's exciting because um, it's just another, we talked, it's another one of your passions. Like even before here, you're into coffee. Yeah. I mean, at your wedding, you specifically requested a espresso machine. Yeah, yeah, and it was and Noble in Maine. to make your own pour, too. Yeah, I did. Yeah, my uh, my homie Parker, who um, recommended me for this job, uh, he was doing the wedding, and uh, at the time, I absolutely had no idea, like, how to pour a latte or anything, and he, like, showed me at the wedding, and the photographer got some pictures of it, which was very cool. Nice. So, 
Yeah. It's kind of cool, like, I, I didn't work there at the time, obviously, and everything, but it's cool, like, full circle. Now like, now you work, work there. And, there. Everything. Yeah. and we walk in, I was like, I walked in the front main door, and they're like, can we help you? I was like, I was just looking for Chris. <laughs> and they were like, oh, he's uh, in the back. I was like, oh, I, didn't, I don't know how the whole set was. Like, I was like, can I go back there? And they're like, yeah. Just walk back and found you, and then I just come up later, and you just, like, step behind the counter and pour me a shot. And I was like, yeah, I guess that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> now he's just like, I mean, you could... I guess full run, not full run of the lay, lay of the land or whatever, but like you have the ability to just go in there, like work the front, do like shots, pours and everything like that. And still do the roasting in the back. Yeah. Yeah. I do a little bit of everything. Um, I would love to just do roasting. Honestly, I think that's probably my favorite thing. Um, big part of that is you can just sit around and listen to podcasts while you're doing it. So I'll sit there and listen to the boys at Jared's place every Thursday morning. Um, <laughs> Thursday is a roast day. So, right <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, but it's a plug, but it's true. It's what I do every Thursday morning when I'm roasting. Um, but yeah, man, it's cool. I was glad to have you come by, get to make you a drink and show you a little bit of that process on roasting. We've, I don't, it's interesting. I've, I'm not like, I guess sitting there and doing, I understand all the inputs. It's, we just, it's very similar to barbecue yeah on a different scale like if you look at like temperatures and managing like yeah it's the same type of processes and stuff but like it was cool to see your temperature management system and all that like that clicks with me yeah i mean it's i don't want to say the same but it's mostly the same i mean you're roasting meat or you're roasting beans theories are similar yeah right yeah like temperature management theories are similar of like bringing something up to temperature like uh letting it cool off like resting that's gonna still keep like cooking or heating itself up while it's out of the oven just because of like the resting period and everything steaks are the same way man when you were first here chris you had the uh the flare yeah i was getting i had the the aeropress and i was getting much more into my coffee and then we got the shop and then josh brought his coffee maker out here and my coffee is just turned to just shit yeah honestly it's the, great it's great shit but it's, it's we got the it's fancy. not the same as like chris gave me a really nice grinder use i bought a, a good scale and like was measuring everything out and like had a, a um a water pot with the 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 temperature on it i was getting deep into it and then it's just like yep put the beans in the filter and press on and it goes and you get the brown bean water get the brown bean water yeah yeah it's not the same it's yeah. all right i mean it's just good old classic pot coffee right <laughs> it, it it is but there's something nice about the whole process yeah did you you met nick when he was out here right Rowdy yeah. Flo? yeah i met nick i did saw that s- in the edit did you see his uh his espresso machine that he had out here I didn't see it when it was out here, but it was like I saw a, the edit recently. Dude, he had some like El Cheapo. It was actually kind of nice. It wasn't El Cheapo. It no, was a Breville. No, Breville that's like a good entry-level machine. Breville's are yeah. nice. Yeah, the yeah. Breville. Yeah. It, I mean, El Cheapo and the fact that it wasn't like your multi-thousand dollar oh, yeah. coffee shop espresso maker. Right. But he was big into it. Just yeah. the beans and the making the shots of espresso. Yeah, I saw him running it off the uh, the old Predator thirty five hundred. Dude, great generator. <laughs> yeah, great generator right there. Uh, decent. Not like anything like the generator you ran, which still cracks me <laughs> up. Oh <Yeah>. my god! <laughs> I I wish I could remember the name of that thing. It was like Sportsman, like I don't know, two hundred maybe. So <laughs> like, I have a pretty small RV. Yeah. Chris has a bigger RV than mine was. Yeah. It was still on a trailer hitch setup. 
But how like how long was how long um, is it? You still have it. Maybe twenty two feet, I think. What are you, eighteen? I'm twenty one feet. Oh, so maybe it maybe it's twenty four then. Yeah. It's yeah, a little, it's a little bit bigger. Little, yeah, a little, a little bit nicer. Yeah. But you what was that thing? It was like a like a fifteen hundred watt. <laughs> Dude, it might have been even less. I don't know. Dude, it was <laughs> tiny. I, I would try to like Anytime I would do anything, almost it would just shut off. Like I tried to, I think I tried to use the microwave once, and the whole thing shut there's off. No way that looked, there's this tiny little generator. What it hold like 0. 0.7 gallons? Oh, that might even be generous. It might have been half like a half gallon. A cow, it yeah. like it the you had to fill it up like three times during the night if you wanted to run the heat. So like we all used to camp right next to each other oh, and actually gosh. consistently stay out and everything. Will yeah. was running a generator. You were running a generator. Will's generator, which was the Predator 3500, wasn't that bad because it, guys, like, it would settle in until it started messing up, which was constantly. But yeah. say 80% of the time, it was pretty good. It settled yeah. into it's just drone yep. and like go off. You'd hear Chris would turn his lights on here. It's just a little like 10,000 RPM, yeah. tiny little Off generator trying to keep yeah. itself together while he's turning the lights on, basically. Yeah. You can always hear his whine above everything else. It was, yeah. like, it was so It's funny. like trying to run the TV you and it's on like the rev limiter. dollars or something. Like ridiculous. I think it was like, yeah, 80 or 90. Um, so good investment. And the best thing about it is I bought the warranty on it for, I think, like 15 or 20 bucks. So when it finally was it a good investment? Oh yeah, absolutely. Because when it crapped out, I got my money back, and like I brought it back to them, and they're like, "Hey, what happened?" And I'm like, "I have no idea." Um, <laughs> you only yeah. used it a couple like, times. It was only like full pinned for like three months, uh, and <laughs> no oil no, changes. No oil changes. No service. No anything. I just put gas in it. That's about how you ran your 3500s. So, so don't give them crap. Quick, quick note on the oil changes. So I was wrong about the old the old still so and i know it so you don't have to give me shit not everyone has to give me shit every time they see me now i know are people coming up to you saying that oh yeah on the weekends <laughs> that's oh, amazing that's great. Wow. come on yeah yeah that's um no but, the predator 3500 is great when it runs but shit when it doesn't I mean, I mean, any generator, when it just stops working, it just pisses you off. Yeah, I mean, like in any generator, when you completely ignore the 25, 50, 100, 200, 300, 400, 500 hour service intervals, it's like <laughs> going to be a little pissed off. Yep. I mean, I, like, I actually did change the oil on mine. Like, some of them would like last once. pretty well. Yeah, like 50-hour services every two days. Yeah, yeah true. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> I guess that's fair. We did that math once. We used, like, it's got, like, a 100-hour service interval. I was like, how often do you think that is? Like, every few months? I was like, let's do the no, math. No, no. But I, I only ran it, like, at night back then. So only 12 hours a night. Yeah. Less yeah, but then, like, weeks. during the summer, you have to run it all day, too. It was basically, like, it worked fridge. out to, like, every two, two weeks. Two to three weeks. You gotta, yeah, it I was, gotta like, change every the oil. six to 12 months is when the oil got changed. Well, every six to 12 months, it was had already been replaced twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Harbor Freight warranty, baby. Yeah. They do have good warranties. So how was, Chris, the first transition when you went from operations out here to working the coffee shop? Was that a big change for you? Um... It was, I mean, definitely a big change, I would say, just just overall different. Um, I but, ask, I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, true, yeah. Well, I we had an interesting conversation about it a while back, and your perspective on whenever you decide to move on from here would be like, 
you you would be interviewing uh potential job offerings like they wouldn't be interviewing you necessarily like you would be seeing if that's something that you wanted to do that would be a good fit for you um that you could see yourself at long term um and i really like that perspective because i had already moved on from here but that is what happened um and i you know we all love this place a lot i loved working out here a lot um it gets to be a grind sometimes and um it gets to be exhausting but it is one of the coolest jobs in the world and i think we all agree on that um is the coolest job in the world there's a reason why you still come back and there's a reason why even when you're back here will will look at me and go blair why is chris behind the desk working (laughs) (laughs) i caught like three of y'all like sitting over there talking and Chris is behind the counter working. I was like, what are y'all doing? Chris is working right now. Bro, I'm part-time, man. I got to I gotta keep part-time privileges, you know? Chris is over here uh, working. He's like, y'all getting paid? <laughs> it was funny. Somebody came up to the counter, and I, I happened to be behind the counter looking for something. And I was like, she, like, wanted to check in. And I was like, oh, I actually don't work here. And she just kind of, like, laughed and was like, okay, can I check in? And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like, she didn't believe me. Uh, and I was like, uh, yeah, do you have a waiver on file with us? <laughs> she totally bamboozled me like, and got me. And then, like, a line started forming behind her. Oh, now I'm uh, caught. Yeah, and then I was stuck. But it's fine. I'm, I'm always down to help out. <laughs> Sorry, that was a distraction from your Yeah, story, no, but... but uh, back to it is kind of like I already had that situation that you were talking about where just another passion job uh, that I could see myself doing for a while just kind of like fell in my lap. So, um, you know, it was closer to home. I was commuting kind of far towards the end of working here. And uh, the company that I work at now, Noble and Maine, just had a position that they need to fill. And, uh, offered it to me and i was like you're good you're good come on oh, we're gonna take a brief nice. intermission that's cool say by the no he's been here twice he's yeah, been here more he, than he, twice i think but. it counts as a regular yeah, more, he, maybe three times he but like, he stays he, he for like a week at a time yeah. Yeah. yeah he lives out here when he when yeah he, he settles out. in yeah, yeah. <laughs> he settles in builds the porch outside the rv <laughs> chance um, come here chance all right, sorry, sorry oh, to interrupt. Cool. Um, let's see, what were we talking? About? But you're uh, when we were talking, you had, basically they kind of came to you and asked if you're interested in a position, which was a position you we had already talked about. Something you're highly interested in on the side of coffee things, anyways. Something you hadn't really fully explored, but they kind of came to you. Yeah, yeah, and the coolest thing about the way they offered me that job was just like. Um, I, I don't know how to roast coffee. I mean, I do now because they taught me, but I did not. So if they were looking for someone who was uh, qualified in that aspect, I would have not had that opportunity. Um, but they knew that I was passionate about it. Um, and my friend Parker, who I grew up racing BMX with, actually had this job before me and gave me a very high uh, recommendation just because we were friends growing up racing BMX and then we bonded again as adults over coffee. And, uh, the main thing that they said to me is like, we just, we want someone who's passionate. We don't want to have to, um, we don't want to have to convince someone why this job is cool. Um, and I was like, yeah, you, uh, no problem. Uh, I was, I was unbelievably stoked that they wanted to offer to teach me that. So, um, 
So it was a cool transition in that aspect. You know, it would have sucked if I had to leave from here and just find something that was just kind of like gonna pay the bills. Yeah. And not a like I think that would have been a much more difficult transition. Um, because I did miss it, and I do, uh, even still out here, um, which is part of why I love the podcast because I feel like I get to hear from you guys. Um, like when you guys dropped the first one, I was like, oh, I just miss seeing them all. So, and I think that's a good aspect of this gig as well is you get to hang out with everybody all the time and shared interests, I think plays a big role into that. So, but yeah, it was, it was a cool transition, uh, from that perspective. Yeah. And I, I think it was also an interesting timing, I guess, cause we were definitely deep in straight operations, like minimal yeah. trail building there. And there was a point when we were all like weekend ops, all of us were driving shuttles pretty heavy. Like, I mean, we were still kind of plus Zach and some other, like Zach Green and some other people, but we were like every weekend crew also. That was like a grind. Yeah. It was. Which is you're a little bit farther away from the funner, even though it's a grind, a different type of grind, but like the funner trail building side of things. It's like just weed whacking, shuttle driving, just like those the intro ops grind. It was figuring it out. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like, like, it is, it's much different versus like what the first eight to nine months were like prior to that. So you're like. Oh, now this other super passionate thing I've always been really interested in is available now. Like, let's go explore that now. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And a big part of it, too, is like when Noble and Man hired me on, they were like 35 minutes from my house. Whereas I was driving daily one way, like an hour and 15 minutes minimum to get out here. Yeah. Um, and that would especially be a grind if you hopped out of an hour, 15 minute drive into a shuttle truck, drove yourself for a good few hours around that loop. And then at the end of the day, got back in your car and drove another hour and 15 minutes. Um, oh, yeah. And you could stay here sometimes, but obviously after yeah. you got married and everything like that, it's like you want to go ahead and get home and stuff. Yeah, that would be weird to live an hour <laughs> away and have my wife at home. <laughs> Just to drive yeah. shuttle trucks. So yeah, yeah. That was, yeah. Yeah, that, that changed a lot. Yeah, it did. Yeah. yeah. So for people listening, when I first started working out here, I wasn't married. So it was e- we didn't live together, so that was easy to just live out here and stay out here, which um, was cool. I mean, it was when we had the campsites filled, filled. Yeah, I mean, we had like yeah. six people regularly, five, six people regularly camping out. Yeah, yeah. it was nice. I mean, the neighborhood that was, like, was filled up. It yeah. was a good neighborhood. And yeah. now it's just Blair in the hood. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I want to camp out here more, man. Uh, I just haven't been able to make it happen recently. Yeah, that'll yeah. happen. Yeah. I need to get some deeds. Speaking of camping, I'll do it off, off there, but I need to get some deeds on camping up by Ober because I got to plan that out over the next yeah, few weeks. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Yep. Ooh, yeah. You I'll take go? your downhill bike up there. Well, then I got to You will there. definitely be <laughs> overbiked. I'll tell you that. Yeah, but you you'll still have fun. I was going to probably ride my Yeti there. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't seem too crazy, but I want to check it out. I want to support Me the too. trails yeah. and everything. Yeah. It's fun. It was very fun. Uh, I, I had a really good time. Yeah. And there's no other mountain biking in that area at all. So if you like going up to the national park or you like camping or, or you just happen to be in that area, it's, you know, bring a bike or they have a, a million rentals, which is crazy. Um, really have a lot many? I guess. So many. I mean, they, I, I think they took that mindset from skiing. Lot, Dude. Yeah. They got all of special. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, uh, no, but yeah, I think they took that mindset from the ski rentals just have i mean they are just have a massive stock and their trails are probably built accordingly but they're just straight they're a tourism attraction like gatlinburg in general is a yeah, tourism it is. attraction i mean they have an ice skating rink indoors or you can skate on 24 like year round yeah you can go skating on the ice rink and shorts indoors 
Right. Like it's a yeah. tourism attraction. Everything there is like they had the lift running just to take people up to the top to see the views before they even opened mountain biking trails. Like, yeah. we'll just Must invest be in nice. that too. <laughs> yeah. And they have, yeah. they only have the whole, um, like, uh, not lift, but the other thing they have the, the mountain sky coaster? bucket. No, the big sky bucket. Um, yeah, they, I think like, that might be. It. Oh yeah. That goes, I think that goes from like the town up to the mountain. Up to the upper mountain. Like or a yeah. gondola? What yeah. is a sky bucket? Yeah. It's like a gondola, yeah, but it's, it, like, yeah. it's like the ones that they only run like one on each side and they're bigger. Um, not yeah. like the, not the gondolas that we went to like this. Yeah. Like almost like a tram, I guess. Like a cable tram, like Stone Mountain, it's got like a oh, I know what you're talking about, yeah, yeah, or whatever, oh, yeah, yeah, the bigger ones. Yeah, Which, I forget what they look like. Speaking of, this is a quick side note, just to fill it in. So I got an, an email forwarded to me, the um, ski lift right outside the condo in Park City. They just signed a deal and contract to change it into a ten-person gondola that goes all the way up to Mid Mountain. Wow. Like it happened like instantly, but it's been the plans and works to get that upgraded. Yeah, they need to get that gondola on your side fixed. That's actually happening right now. So they're oh. doing all the bucket replacements on the main gondola this summer. Nice. They've been posting pictures on that. Yeah. Same size, which is I think there's only eight people ones, but they're getting all get yeah. brand new refresh. But that's just a side distraction. That's like pretty nice because that's right out the back door and it'll take you to Mid Mountain. Now you don't have to go to the other crap. Yeah. So, Chris, you before you worked here with us, you were in school. Yeah. Y'all are on a I, similar storyline. Yeah. yeah. What, was the, what was the whole story with that? Yeah. Um, good question. I feel, like, I feel like you've sorted through this probably in your, in your mind better than I have because um, I listened to that episode. Um, but, yeah, I was going to school, um, was going to school for history education. So I wanted to be a history teacher. Um, ideally high school and then I could coach um, before I worked out here I did a lot of coaching at the high school that I graduated from um, cross country coaching cross country right. mainly um, I was with the fellowship of Christian athletes so they kind of just let me coach whatever and they were like uh, teach our kids about character as well you know and we'll sh we'll show you the sport so you can teach the kids the sport so they had me out there coaching lacrosse and I, I never played lacrosse and I didn't even understand <laughs> it. so the, the coach would have to teach me lacrosse so I could teach the kids lacrosse Will's had me dad played lacrosse in middle school oh so that would have even been better than me um and they, they did the same with wrestling and so they they tried to have me like get in with some of the bigger guys and uh and i was like <laughs> i was scared i was like no. wrestling's a hard one to coach because you gotta yeah. know the moves and you gotta like yeah like wrestle a little child to the ground yeah and it could be a big out big old child yeah <laughs> yeah they had some big guys uh they had some guys that were like in the upper tier weight class and like if they Heavy didn't weight. if they didn't make weight they there was no upper class Heavyweight, uh, which the weight limit on that is 285. Yeah. That's, so, that's a big boy class. Yeah. Uh, so the coach was trying to put me in with them to um, <laughs> <laughs> to show them some stuff because they were new. And I was like, coach, I don't. Hey, I, I, I don't. think the character building went both ways on that one. Yeah, it would have. <laughs> it would have. Not um, to hate on, on heavyweight guys, but sometimes you get the short butter balls and it's, it's hard to get them on the ground. I believe that. Yeah. I would have been scared. I would have been way too scared. But anyways, yeah, I was going to school, um, just working like part-time jobs just to make it through school. And I saw Jared's post on Instagram and immediately I was like, oh man, 
they would pay me for trail building. That would be <laughs> that would be nice. I mean, think we probably all felt that to some degree when starting to work out here. Um, just like something that you like to do and would otherwise do for free, but someone is offering to pay for. And man, um, I know I. I'm, I don't even care if Josh listens at this point. I was like, I was driving back from that road trip and I was yep. like, ah, they don't have any job openings. I'll just go out there and volunteer. Yep. And like the next day the posting was up. I was like, I guess I don't have to volunteer. Hopefully I can get that <laughs> job and get paid for it. <laughs> I'm on, still here getting paid. You did come out and volunteer before that. Though. I did volunteer before. I was like, I'll keep volunteering. But then they posted the job. I was like, well, I'd rather get paid. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, didn't you like apply like months before you got the job oh, too? Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. So I... I had, I mean, apply, I think is a strong word, but <laughs> I hit up Jared on Instagram. That's the application yeah, process, and, uh, basically. If he yeah. responds, you're good. Yeah, so he responded, and we actually had like an hour-long phone call. While I was at work, I just told my boss. <laughs> I was like, hey, man, I got to take this call, and then I was just gone for an hour. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, how much of that hour was actually related to the job or the position? Some of it, yeah. I think I think he just I think oh, oh, he. I remember he asked me what like have you ever done any trail building? And I was like yes. He was like awesome. And then he was like, what other skills do you have that might be useful? Um, so I told him that I used to work construction, and he was like awesome. Maybe you could help us with our building. And I was like sure. Um, <laughs> uh, and like i did nothing on this building at all. that was all the other chris um so yeah so that was interesting and i think most of that call he just wanted to chat or get to know me which fair I mean, yeah, if you're gonna pay yeah. somebody to be out here i think i may have been i i i probably was the person with the, the least connections to start working out here um so i think you just got the to get same here i don't know drew didn't have many connections yeah that is either. true yeah so and level. neither did dusty dusty had no connections yeah oh well okay well i stand corrected um there's three of us yeah yeah, yeah. three of <laughs> that had similar to yeah. no no connections so um so yeah anyways i applied and uh then he was like all right cool i need to talk to my partner josh and i was like nice um, and then he just ghosted me and <laughs> then I hit him up like a week later and I'm like, Hey, like, what's the deal? And he's like, Oh, we already filled those positions. So it was Blair and it was dusty. Um, who he filled with. He's like, we already got two guys. And then like, I already got two top notch guys, top notch guys, <laughs> top notch individuals. Um, and then I think like, must've been like two or three weeks later. Um, they posted again and I was like, on it like please because uh, I, <laughs> I hated my job i was working receiving at home depot and it sucked a lot and um so anyways whenever i whenever i started out here i was still in school so i would have to be i think i was like three days a week because i had school twice a week yeah and um then like when that semester was over i was just like i'm not doing spring uh and the reasoning for that was just I was getting married in April and I just thought to myself, you know, when else do you have this opportunity to like actually stay out here, live out here like we all did for a little while um, and just experience that. And I thought about it and that was like the only time that that would be realistically on the table. Um, 
because like I mentioned earlier, I'm married and I'm not going to be living an hour away from my wife. For no <laughs> you're reason. married and now on the flip side of a short story, long story short, you live two minutes away from work. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. went the complete opposite. I went of the it. complete opposite. Yeah, <laughs> which is a, a nice transition as well. Um, but yeah, so I think uh, that put school on pause and, uh, you know, after getting married and just still working out here and even now that I have a different job, it's just kind of like, it's hard almost to see yourself uh, being able to like have a full-time job to pay your bills and then also pay a school to give you more uh, things to do with your time. Um, it's just hard to see that happening um, in the near future almost. So I don't like to say that I'm done with it. I like to say I'm on pause because realistically you can go back whenever you want. Only problem um, is you do lose some credits when time goes on and everything like that. They do expire after like a certain period of time. So like maybe some of the ones you've done at the very beginning, which aren't hard, you might have to redo and stuff. But yeah, I mean, Will and I talked about the same thing, but yeah, you can technically like you, just, you can go to college in 25 at 30 at 40 at 50. Yeah. Like you can go back and redo college and do other degrees and stuff like that whenever you want. Yeah. yeah, that's my main question is, have you like, have you looked at any other alternatives to a traditional four-year degree? I mean, it's something me and Blair talk about all the time, me being a one-semester college dropout. <laughs> like there is, and I talk with a, a lot of other people about it. But like you considered maybe doing engineering when you were in school, so. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. You're basically yeah. An I, engineer. I took like biology and English and. <laughs> A base level engineering course that I already taken for four years in high school. Yeah, but it like there's other options out there. Have you looked at any of those? Yeah, so um, I mean, for like coffee roasting, like I take some online classes mm-hmm. uh, for that. Which, I mean, that's pretty niche. That only applies to that. Um, well, I guess it doesn't only. You think it's to that. niche, but those platforms and learning platforms exist across a lot of different industries. Right. Like, yeah. So, um, I guess to answer your question, yes, I have. Um, and the main thing, just because it's so applicable to my job, is just I'm taking some online classes for coffee roasting and then just some other miscellaneous stuff around coffee, like origins and processing and things yeah. like that. Um, and they're just online. Do them at your own uh, pace whenever you have time. Uh, so, I do that. And then, you know, I've thought about doing other stuff, like maybe go learn a trade um yeah i like you know and i think um even something like trail building is a trade that you don't nobody has to you know you don't have to go do a course to learn it but you could immersing Um, yourself in a trade it's still time and energy exactly right like i mean apprenticeships is something that's like we kind of frown upon but still big in the welding world mechanical world and stuff like that like working under someone and learning a trade yeah i think it's still required as an electrician to Mm -hmm. uh call it be like you get to your journeyman status something like that yeah. and then yep. a few more years and then or is journeyman the top I think journeyman's top no. oh i think that's master master yeah okay, master. Yeah, yeah, master. Yeah, yeah yeah and it's so many years mm-hmm. for each one um my uncle's an electrician so he i've thought about maybe learning some of that stuff just for you know who doesn't need to know that stuff every once in a while this is um, good you want to go build an off like a cabin by yourself or something mm-hmm. like that you can or like, you got to rewire your you van. built the building here now all you have to do is learn how <laughs> yeah, to do all, is, yeah, all you got to do is do all the electrical cut brad out of it all you have to do is learn the electrical and you're good oh, and then you ah. took chris and brad out of the equation that's true <laughs> has it made you like 
dropping out of school and working other jobs, has it made you reconsider what you were going to school for? Like if in a perfect world, if you could go back to school right now with no negative implication, bills or money or anything, Mm -hmm. would you go back for the same exact thing? Or have you rethought that now what your true dream job is? Oh man, that's such a good question. Cause I think a lot of, what when I think about it, a lot of it is the negative implications. Like, yeah, go go going back yeah. to school to be a teacher and doing like student teaching, what like which is a full time job. Yep. But you don't get paid. Yep. Um. So that's been like one of the biggest things as far as like I don't know if or when I would ever get back to doing that. Um. But yeah, it has made me reconsider it a lot actually. Um. Even aside from that negative implication, just thinking like. I think that would be a great and very fulfilling job. And I think I would like it. I think I would do well at it. But um, I think even just a lot of being out here and not just trail building, but just figuring things out, like how do we fix this or just general problem solving uh, made me just think about other things that I'm interested in, like Mm -hmm. learning how to fix things or um, like a few years ago, like you guys all know about my Cadillac that I, Uh, have and uh, did a lot of work on and everything like a few years ago that would have never even been like a thought in my head uh, just not being at all mechanically inclined but just you know as you go along let's not forget about the broken down jeep you got still yeah man and that's how that's the other side of projects yeah yeah. (laughs) you also i mean chalk it up to experience man it's yeah uh the update on that by the way i don't know if you heard about this Uh it's getting a whole new engine really because the engine is completely toast oh that, so what that, is, that thing quickly. is a comanche <laughs> yeah it's a jeep comanche and it has custom three link suspension yep yeah yeah and chris was just going to replace the oil pan seal in his driveway real quick and it was going to be good oh, to go <laughs> don't forget to a, bolt down the bed yeah yeah the bed still sounds loose. sounds kind of like a uh six by six i know of <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, me and Blair have had a lot of conversations about our similarities on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You learn, I learned a lot of that 6x6. Six six, yeah. There's still a lot more to be learned. Yeah, yeah. It's just, you know, it's not yet. Yeah. So it's at the shop. It's getting a whole entire new engine. Um, you going to get turbocharger which, on that thing? No, I'm just getting another 4 liter. Just, <laughs> just get it running. Um, keep it Jeep. Keep it Jeep. But, yeah, man, it, it makes me so sad to think, or I'm I'm grateful for the experience I feel like, but it it really does make me sad to think about all the time I spent working on that, and just with my the only level of experience I have is the only level of experience I have, so I'm just doing what I can, and uh, turns out the whole time it needed a whole new engine. So, <laughs> so when the guy called me, uh, like I was just like, like, and like when I talked him through everything that happened and everything like that, he was very optimistic, like oh yeah i'll have it back to you in like a week like no problem and everything like that um and i really like this guy is very trustworthy like family friend and everything like that really knows what he's doing and uh yeah then he calls me like a week later and is like yep you need an engine it's like awesome (laughs) sounds sounds great but Uh, but messing with the jeep is still the same thing as like learning how to work on stuff figuring it out is like the same channel of thought is like i like that a little bit yeah yeah, and it is, and it was good experience, but um, anyways, like I said, I don't know that I've fleshed this out as much as you have, um, but just, I think, kind of experience over the past couple of years and working different jobs and just, um, 
even at my current job, just working on the roaster, maintaining that thing, or just, you know, same with the espresso machine or the grinders or whenever we're tinker, tinkering on stuff that, or just yeah. maintaining stuff that it needs it. I always enjoy that aspect of things. And I don't know, I don't even know what to do with it. I don't think I want to go be a mechanic or something like that. Um, Site maintenance. I don't think that I'm at all smart enough to be an engineer math wise site maintenance site maintenance <laughs> yeah site maintenance building maintenance it's weird oh, okay but like the the Jason's thing about it though is like it's you you love that when it's not like that's not what you're doing all exactly. day every day yep. like as soon as you make that like i have to do this 24 yeah. 7 yeah then yeah. it becomes like you get burnt out of it way that's quicker true. when it's yeah. like a part of your job that's not your entire job but you have a, a greater appreciation for it then. I just know yeah. that Jason's uncle, man, are used to uncle. Someone in Jason's family has told me about it. And I know that people like this, but like it worked his way up. It was basically like a kind of mechanical person at a building. So like if something happens, you go like you flip fuses, you, like, you work under some handyman guy. at a building. Yeah. Ended up like through the years, like basically managing all of the like maintenance stuff for two high rises in Buckhead. Oh, that's cool working on cool stuff like you're not doing everything you get to work on certain projects other projects you bring experts in for you get to help them you get to show them how everything's laid out you kind of know how the whole building's kind of done up you're kind of like the lead for everything but like it's pretty cool especially in something like that so you get to do tinkering and you got to like lead tinkering projects to improve and fix and stuff like that like just a weird industry of like something people don't think about but there's also the high end of that because it comes Mm -hmm. into like access control hvac all the water management stuff that you're like kind of lead on. True. Yeah. And that doesn't sound that interesting to me. Well, really. so that's fair, but, but <laughs> yeah, but, but that sounds mm-hmm. cool for him. And it's just, it's one of those interesting questions of like, what would you go back to school for? And yeah. And where at, does at the, at the, and that's not even one of them. I don't yeah, think where does tinkering fit in? Almost? Yeah. Like, yeah. But that I think, but I guess to kind of try like attempt to finish out that thought, it's like enjoying random things and seeing where like, maybe you might be a little more mechanically inclined and uh, might be a little bit better at problem solving has made me consider like what would be an option aside from something like history ed, which is just, and like, I'm not in a rush for it. So the, the thought hasn't gotten there and nobody's pressuring me on it either. So, you know, you know, parents aren't like, Hey, what are you going to do? So it hasn't led me to like really flesh out what I think I might. Yeah. I mean, you're doing what you like doing right now, which is cool. And you're getting paid to do what you like doing, which is even cooler. Same thing as working here. Caitlin's works with you in front of the office, which is cool. And so it's like, it's a cool period in y'all's life to be able to like both live close to work, work in a fun environment, like even fun of coffee shops, like a pretty relaxed, fun environment in general. It is. It can get hectic, I'm sure. But like, that's just like, you look back later, it's like, oh yeah, we definitely did some cool stuff. Like, it's again, something y'all might not be able to do in 15 20 years yeah exactly so we're trying to enjoy that while we can um but it's like i guess another answer to that would be like i would love to work in the coffee industry for a long time maybe on a larger scale whether it be you know roasting or wholesale or sourcing of green coffee from different farms um which wouldn't be something that i would necessarily need a degree for yeah um i guess it might help if you had taken some classes on business or logistics or something like that i don't know but, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think I would need a degree for that. But my, always my question just pops up of like, could I ever buy a house working in coffee? So I don't know. Cause at some point, that's a fair question. We, that would be a goal. 
Yeah, but I'm why sure. Not? I'm I'm sure if you get to the point where you are the one traveling around the world, sniffing the beans. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Picking them out and like getting them back, like on a a, a larger scale distributor. Yep. Like, I mean, at that point, like you could be making bank. Obviously, right, a different yeah, scale and everything, but is like the guy you work for, does he own a house? Yes. So the, the potential is there in the industry. It is. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. So it's just getting there and how long does that take? And, yeah. Those and are more so it, the what questions. What does that mean and stuff yeah. like that? Yeah. This is not necessarily like laid out yeah. black and white or anything like that. And it's that. definitely a much, it's a, not it's as much of a laid out path of, say, going corporate world or something where like, there's a guided hierarchical path of progression where like the coffee world's still smaller. You're at, which is cool. Noble Maine, which sister company is what's the Swift and Finch, Swift and, Finch yeah, and Rome, in Rome. Yeah. which was, was always cool that, I mean, it's, I guess same owners, different owners, different owners, principles behind coffee sourcing and everything, or what's their relationship, I guess. So the relationship is pretty cool. The owners of Noble and Maine went to college at Barry. Okay. And so their local shop that like they would hang out and do all their homework at was Swift and Finch. And so like Swift and Finch like got them through college um, coffee wise. Mm -hmm. And so whenever they went to start the shop, Swift and Finch, the owner slash management were like just very helpful and everything like that. And the coolest thing about it is that we now own their old roaster. So that roaster that you saw yesterday, it actually used to be not even like, so if you go to Swift and Finch now, like on the front, you can see like they have like a clear garage door mm -hmm. and you can see their roaster in there. It used to be when you just walk in the front door, it was off to your left. Yeah. So like in, in the that winter, main like lobby area or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So like in the winter, like that would affect the roast when someone opened the door because huh. it was so close to the front door. Yeah. So not shared ownership, but just, I guess, good friends in the okay. industry and very helpful. Like um, their roaster comes by our shop every Wednesday because he picks up bagels from a place that's local to us. And he actually uh, left us some coffee samples today. Like I went into work um, to do a few things. And like on that roasting cart that you saw yesterday, um, there was like a couple of bags of coffee for me and Justin. So I was like very pumped on that did you ever meet him when you stayed here and went into swift and finch i never met him then uh my my friend parker who used who uh used to have my job and justin the owner who you met yesterday they were like you got to meet this guy mark he's great knows everything about coffee so knowledgeable and i'd always like ask around for him when i was there but we just missed each other um when i would be at swift but no we met after i started at noble and maine but yeah it was cool. I went in and checked it out. It's it's a little farther for you, but if you're going back to Marietta, Will, it's on the way. It's not that far off the highway. Yeah, we're yeah, like two miles off the highway, yeah. so it was cool. I mean, it's out of the way. But. I thought it was, I mean, I, I, first time there, so there's the front coffee shop, which is like the main where you order your drinks and the, everything mm -hmm. like that. There's tables and chairs up there, but then they have like a little patio area out back. And then where Chris works, it was interesting. People, there's like desks back there. It's like almost like an open like open office extra area to kind of sit down and do work and stuff. So like yeah. it's just roasting and there's customers in there like talking and hanging out and like just a big open space. It was, I don't know. First time I had seen something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's pretty unique. Um, only small scale operations can be like that. I was going to say, normally when it's bigger, you have like a full room dedicated yeah. to it. I mean, yeah. The machine is relatively small. You put some numbers out. We talked about that, mm -hmm. but yeah, I've, I've only seen, I guess in general, I haven't paid attention, but like on and, seen like some really bigger roasters and stuff like yeah. that 
which is yeah, a much different experience. Yeah, once you get to a bigger scale, you have to like wall it off, um, or you know we would have to just on the roast days, no one would be allowed in there. Um, that's just like Department of Agriculture stuff. Um, but we're like no low enough volume that mm-hmm. we kind of fly under the radar on that, which is cool. Uh, well, enough, nice low enough volume that it doesn't have to be so sanitary. Oh yeah, dude. No, it can be, it can be <laughs> that'll just roast off right the off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but Cartersville downtown Cartersville is cool too. Um, yeah. There's a couple good restaurants. You've been to Eight Track now, right? Dude, yeah, I've been a few times. I know you recommended it, mm-hmm. and uh, I it's forgot. It's a cool little bar. Yeah. We just ended up over there, and then yeah. I remembered that you had recommended it. And there's some other good restaurants. I, I, even since the last time I'd been there, and then driving through uh, Wednesday when it, what's the, today is Wednesday Monday. When I come by Monday, Monday. Yeah. yeah, Monday when I came by. Oh, I keep saying yesterday, like you were there yesterday. You were totally there Monday. Oops. Uh, Monday, cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that. It's not gonna get cut. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, Monday and like the parking garage is going up. Like even other yeah. stuff is going up like really fast in Cartersville. Yeah, and Cartersville bikes new location is very nice. Mm-hmm. Way nicer than the other place. A lot more room for those guys. Oh yeah, and three they have the full upstairs. Mm-hmm. They got three full. St- oh, they, and because they run some online operations. Did you say Carter K? Yeah. Or Carter have you been there and Carter's seen Carter's it? Yeah, I've seen it. Mm-hmm. it was That's where a Drew used to work. Pretty cool operation. Uh, they have a whole old historic building, and they it used to be like three or four different businesses, and then they just bought the whole building from whoever they were leasing leasing from. But um, upstairs is pork chop BMX. So that's like a bunch of vintage BMX stuff that they um, have sourced and they have like a lot of the old IPs and stuff. And then main floor in the bike shop is the second floor, or I guess ground floor, and they have like a basement for extra storage and stuff like that. Oh, wow. I had no yeah. idea that they had a basement. I knew obviously about upstairs, but mm-hmm. dude, and they have some inventory over there. Dude, no kidding. You yeah. should have seen the back of the other place. I believe it's it. just boxes everywhere and a single path to the bathroom. Wow. <laughs> what are they a dealer of? Um, they have Marin's, Cannondale, some GT stuff. I think they are they have moved away from um Cannondale. Uh and then they have like a lot of the commuter e-bike um stuff. But they do have like every style, like legitimately every style of bicycle yeah. in there. They do also have. Uh, I saw some Diamondbacks when I was in there. Yeah, got that sinker, like uh, our boy Seth's bike hacks. <laughs> uh, but they also have Santa Cruz, which I was surprised oh, that's that they right, have. Yeah. Um, they have some in stock. That's new. Yeah, yeah. I've been trying to follow extra them. large bullets. <laughs> no, no e-bikes that I saw. My hands on the hunt. Yeah. yeah. Dude, that YT is still up there for twenty seven hundred for brand new one. What I found another brand called Raw with two A's. I've seen those, yeah. I want to get one of those frames. Hey, yeah, what I are mean, they? The, the slam ham with the new headset uh, headset bearing is seventeen fifty. <laughs> well, he put fifteen hundred. My offer still stands. Seventeen fifty. I put the yeah. headset bearings in there. Uh, I'd clear out a couple of those invoices for rentals. Mm. Yeah. Shoot. 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 And he'll let you keep I'll your do pedals. I'll do fifteen 
1501. <laughs> oh, speaking of oh, speaking of $1, uh we've got our You going to pay up Chris for his one 1k followers oh, yeah. on Instagram giveaway coming up soon. We are last time I checked the beginning of this could have gone up. We're at 41 followers from 1000 followers. So you better get those follows in. We'll do something for someone. It's going to be a full be dollar. <laughs> I, I was speaking of full dollars. I thought he was going to say he's going to pay up for all the times you used your. Yeah, uh, he did use my joke air a lot. Supply jokes, yeah. but he's probably. That was you. <laughs> <laughs> that I was used, you. No, I, I don't know. I, You're the only one that makes those jokes. I used it once or twice, but you used it like three times in one mm-hmm. episode. You're laughing. You're cracking yourself ha, up. Ha ha ha! Yeah. <laughs> That is a good joke. Yeah, I made it. I made it again on Saturday about kids eat free while I was out here. Why? Recycling. <laughs> I had to. Because <laughs> you had to pedal some on kids eat free. No, because I saw someone drop into the trail, and as they were dropping in, they put their dropper up and they sat down on it. So it wasn't like an accidental lever press. It was like that's how they good su- were. Good support through the turn. Yeah, good support through the turn and. I mean, you already. Well, it actually helps you. Climbs. It helps you when you get bucked because the seat's higher up. It just hits your butt and it pushes the bike back down, so you don't get bucked. Right, anti-buck. Yeah, that's how it works. Uh, Think about it. Usually, I thought about it. I'm for real. If I if the slam hand had a dropper post on it, I wouldn't have gotten bucked on Saturday, mm. and I would have beat Charlie. I just think you went a little too hard. You didn't. Just, you had to beat Charlie and Bert. And third. Dylan. And Dylan, you were third. Yeah, I, was, I was fourth, technically. <laughs> yeah, well, you're going to get a, from that new headset, you're going to get a lot of speed this week. True. So the Slam Hand had about 20 millimeters of extra fork sticking up. So I slammed it. Oh. So it's, it's extra slam, Slam Hand right now. So we'll see how that goes. So t- what, what did so you, you say? It's up. like it's 10 millimeters is a half a degree. Who said that? You at some point talking about your yeti. Oh, yeah. uh, I don't know about the half a degree part. I think what like, like math, how many I, millimeters is a degree? I don't know that. The math when I did the the mullet conversion on the yeti was basically going from twenty seven five to twenty nine. You should bring your fork down twenty mils to oh, compensate okay. for the change in the twenty seven five to twenty nine. Okay, yeah, yeah. I don't know what the degrees associated with that is, but it's to bring it back into the same like. But basically, the slam ham is way slacker now. Gonna be dragging that bottom bracket. It's gonna be sick. Yeah, but what about when we get to (laughs) pedal strikes forever? It actually should raise the bottom bracket though. Oh, you went down or up? Like so, there's no gap between the compression knob and where and the stanchion. So you went out. Yeah, yeah. So Which the means, oh yeah, so it should yeah, be better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be a little higher yeah. then. So the bottom rack would be higher, but higher. it it'll make Maybe. it slacker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now will it fit eighteen inch wheels for the kids' bike race? It still will, dude. I have got to this weekend go get my kids' bike. Me too. Oh, you're running out of time, man. But uh, I know. Are you gonna be here Saturday? Are you racing Saturday? I'm racing Saturday, and supposedly I'm working Saturday as oh, well. Oh yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna need some coverage. I'll, just if you're going to ride, I'm clocking out. You can stay here. <laughs> now I'm going to need some coverage, and I'm going to ride with my brother and my friend Ryan. Come on, man. Mm. All 
All right, I'll sit in the shop and hunt Facebook Marketplace for a good, <laughs> a good kids bike. Dude, they're yeah. all over, I'll take man. you up on that. And Thanks. as soon as I find one, you come back. <laughs> Thanks, man. Or whoever it splits up to. Are you going to come out and ride? I think I can come out Saturday. Right. You're going to race Saturday? Happen. Yeah, Might baby. Might as well. Yeah, baby. Yeah. You can still Getting them slam hand slam points. Hand, points. hand is still question marks, but we're fucking find out. You, go, you, you know? can still ride the slam hand. I don't think. I think I'm going to put my brother on the slam ham. I think I'm going to try to get them some rentals. I might put mm-hmm. one of them on the e-bike. Yeah. I've got the slam ham. It's already booked. I just want to ride with them. You can book it. That's what I'm saying. I just need some coverage. Just so if we were slam slam and we're like running three trucks and I'm like. All, really all I need to do is get my race run in and then I'm good and they can ride it. Cool. Yeah. But I don't know if I'm going to put them on it or not. My brother's shorter it's than a, me. It's a lot of bike. My brother's shorter than me. Ryan's the same height, but I think he would wreck himself on it. <laughs> pushing too hard uh, it's, it's a weird bike to get used to and he comes from True. like a triathlon bike and a cross country bike background yeah cross country to downhill is a lot that's like yeah not that yeah i mean we've ridden before here they're the guys we read like park but City it'll be first super time. stable now that the head tube's even slacker it was already really stable now it's gonna be like so stable you can't even like turn and you like you just it's so great <laughs> you had no idea what you did to that bike with what you, did. So you, you better take some test laps and you, oh, yeah if i'm gonna get my test laps in on friday if it's he, shit you gotta actually he fix bounced it. Don't on leave, it in the shop it's fine don't actually leave it like that True. it feels like crap fix it so i don't like it on it and wreck shit random side note berries the blackberries i think this weekend because we got rain all week is going to be the best weekend for blackberries and the blueberries are back in stock. Why are you telling everyone this? Also, Jason's going to be pissed because he's got to get out and get his stock. And he's making a syrup to jam we have, and jellies. We and have so many blackberries. You won't run out of. The blueberries, I'm not going to tell you where they are. But the blueberries are back in stock. And then side note, I put it on my story. But don't go out and just eat random berries. Like, Bring an expert along. Know what it is before you just eat it. Quick Google lens. You'll be fine. Ain't got no service. Just eat it just eat it <laughs> <laughs> the blackberries are pretty easy there's nothing else but the blueberries you could get you could get those wrong yeah there was a kid the other day eating the red ones the oh, no. quote-unquote raspberries <laughs> <laughs> no way <laughs> no like, way <laughs> he was like man these raspberries taste terrible <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Like the next lap you see coming out of the porta potties. Like, it's rough. My stomach doesn't feel good. Oh man. Poor like, guy. Oh no. Speaking because- of back in stock, the sauna, the uh that blue sauna is back in stock on the shuttle pickup, dude. That thing has been a heater the last couple weekends. <laughs> Sits out there in the sun, baby. Yeah. Oh man, dude, we gotta convince someone that it's raspberries. It was like me, Igor, uh, Bert, who else? So a couple other dudes were down there. Um, Jeremy, we were all sitting there. Like, we got to convince someone that they haven't gotten to the finish line yet. And we got <laughs> one kid, and he like kept pedaling, and he came back, and we we're like, "You didn't get to the finish line!" And then he went back and started sprinting again. <laughs> that was so bad. That was great. awful. He had enough energy, though. He could pull it off. Oh, you were there, If too. it was me, I probably would have keeled over and just died. <laughs> Simple Green will be a fun race run. Yeah. Yeah. You going to be here, Chris? You've been out for the past I can't ones. make it. I got to work. Oh. I thought about coming out like for the morning, just putting down that heater and going home, but I think I'm, I'm going to come out Friday because I'm off. I heard, so. this, I heard this past weekend you actually put a heater down in its truest form and had a wreck. 
Yeah, I took that second turn on that go around, the one that's just flat yeah. on backwoods. And I like, I don't know, we were talking about it. I think the setup, I think ideal setup is go go wide and try to cut in. I went like so far inside for uh, unknown reasons. And I ended up like just unweighting the rear and spinning around completely facing up the trail. <laughs> Had to turn myself back around and get reset and keep it moving. Lost a few seconds there. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't in points contention anyways, <laughs> let's be honest. But, uh, yeah, I lost a few seconds there. We had a couple people go down, nothing bad or anything like that, but people were pushing it. Yeah. 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 Well, it's crazy, you know, COVID is still a thing. You could have COVID on Saturday, come out and race. <laughs> I could. And then you're cured by, yeah. by noon, and then you're back at work. That's true. Yeah. Too passionate. He's too passionate about his brown beans. <laughs> too passionate. Too passionate. But yeah, I'll be out Friday to ride. Uh, Dean's coming out too, so that'll be nice. Nice. Um, Y'all can get a yeah. uh, Kizzy free packed in. Mm -hmm. We will. I'll work on the case pads yeah. while he works on the landings. Mm -hmm. so. yeah. Dean, Dean's video is, I mean, he was pedaling the hell out of it. Dean's strong. He's a really strong yeah. rider. It was definitely a little slow this weekend. It He's no not blue strong. Blue. He is ripped. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's strong. He's strong. He's, he's strong. a personal trainer. Yeah, he's extremely strong. He's uh, he's jacked. He's an extremely strong rider too. He's definitely oh, yeah. knows what he's yeah, doing yeah. on a bike also. So yeah. he's strong off the bike and a very strong rider too. So yeah, he's yeah. he's jacked. But he pedaled the heck out of it. But then um, that like what's how old was he? Like eleven year old, twelve year old that sent the fifty five footer. Ten, I want to say. But he came through. He did, did a walkthrough of uh. Of it, he pedaled that guy too, and he almost cleared the last jump with everything else. Yeah, he said it was a little slow when he finished. I don't know, a little slow, but he went up and did it again. Dude, he he's riding like, what do you think the wheels on his bike are? Twenty fours, maybe maybe twenties. And he weighs nothing. He just he weighs the nothing. Heck out of he it. is so small. Yeah, and he was sprinting his little heart out and got so close to clearing the fifty footer gotta be the youngest kid that's ever even attempted to hit the 50 footer yeah that is was it crazy. that young kid from uh birningham yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, he rides yeah. bhm a lot yeah. blue bike yeah which we got to speak of is. coming so I, I guess events before we wrap up because i know we're getting close so before we wrap up upcoming events race week this weekend on saturday dirt track night on saturday night we need to check the schedule make sure it's not getting rained out or anything but as far as i know dirt track race saturday night um july 1st is the next race that's gonna be the following saturday next saturday and then that is outlaw class at dirt track on the 24th 24th is outlaw class okay so it's this weekend's outlaw class mm -hmm. that's okay. a good night um i'm pretty positive we need to make sure the rain schedule is going but then the first is hell on hills and yep. saturday race league and the kids bike race and everything and then speaking of ride birmingham and what that a good point of what his father said, I just wanted to bring up, is Ride Birmingham is the 8th. Can you pull up the July Instagram? 8th. July yeah, 8th, I, can, I believe, yeah. which is the following Saturday. So that's uh, there's a discount code out on the Jared's Place Instagram for $15 off. Trying to get the Ride Birmingham and Jared's Place crew, like, intermingling. Let everyone experience what we have. You know, let that. But it made me think of it because I was talking to that kid's father at the top of the run. And it, it is like, it's how it is. He's like, we love Ride Birmingham, especially being from Birmingham. He's like, it's really, really great training. They do have good stuff, really good jump lines out there. They've had some great stuff that like Hayden built and everything like that. People love it. He goes, it's nothing like here. He goes, but it's great training for being in the Birmingham. It's great for everyone around there. He goes, but all he ever wants to do is come out here and like just get lost on the like the mountain, which is like something 
it is happening out here. Like you can get lost out there on the trails out with how much more mountain we have and everything. Yeah. But it was just an interesting perspective. He's like, yeah, we love Birmingham. We ride it all the time. It's great to have that available to us and close and within driving distance on like a day trip and everything. Yeah. But it'll be cool. Hopefully. I mean, I think a lot of people in Birmingham know about us, but it'll be cool to see a lot of the like ride Birmingham members and that whole crew come over and experience it. Like the ones that yeah. haven't checked it out and everything. So that's on uh, July 8th. So we got a couple back-to-back weekends filled up with events and stuff going on. And keep an eye on the Jared's Place Instagram and stories. You can turn on story notifications, which highly recommend because we, Josh and Jared, post updates on the trails if you're worried about weather, all that. Um, and we will have a poll up on the Jared's Place Instagram sometime in the next couple days. Um, for what you would like to ride and or spectate for Hell on Hills whip off. Um, so we will have a poll out for that. Turn on the story notifications. Make sure you're voting on that. Curious to see what you guys pick. Um, and then don't forget to follow us and like, comment, and subscribe. Yeah, like, like, comment, <laughs> smash subscribe. Like. Smash that like smash button. Smash that like button. <laughs> Drew's cringing over here. I'm not cringing. <laughs> I was just gonna say, uh, just pull up our latest reel and just keep it on. Give us some more views. views. Yeah, that's yeah. not how that works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go back, like all of our posts, comment on all of them, like a couple times. Hitting the share button, sharing the post with other people helps boost it as well. Yo, did you, I don't know if you see the stats. This is random. If you're still listening, maybe you care, maybe you don't. But it was interesting to me. So the last one we did, which is just the walkthrough reel of kitty kids eat free before we opened it it was shared like 170 times wow the dude the shares like shares boost the post just as much as likes your comments but i mean but it's because it's a cool jump line my guess was a lot of people saying like dude we got to go check out this new jump line yeah. sharing it to their friends and stuff like that but that's a big number on shares so i was like mm-hmm. but it's people want the jump True. lines yeah people want it but that was pretty cool to see and then um we got to get you some dates but josh hit me with some some possible dates for the summer road trip for uh, the northeast bike park oh and other thing i forgot to mention we will be running shuttles the whole week of the july 4th you're right we've gotten some questions about that that entire week uh, maybe not that entire week josh said that entire week that entire week so we just basically week, yeah. i mean we're always running thursday to sunday so that basically just means monday monday tuesday wednesday tuesday for fourth of july yeah. and then another extra day wednesday to fill the week out yeah so um I'll, uh, before this podcast is posted the website will be updated i'll do that when we wrap this up so i don't forget yeah camping so prime you know it, it gets down into the the 80s at night <laughs> <laughs> this week it looks a little cooler again <laughs> it has been way cooler this yeah. week yeah. rain will do that yeah well all right then thanks chris for coming out making that long drive now you don't have to do it for work it's just for fun and, and yeah. to talk around and hang out with the boys yeah just which is a lot fun. more fun of an experience i'm sure it is yeah thanks for having me on it's yeah good to hang out with you guys go see him, noble here, maine. see him at noble and maine in cartersville yeah, yeah. come by hey, we right. gotta hear it from you you know what to say Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah.